TCU? Do you breathe purple and gold? Are you ready to hoist the colors? Now, time for the most in-depth look at the world of ECU athletics. Welcome in to Hoist the Colors with your host, Stephen Igo on 94.3 The Game. Watch the show live on Facebook and at 94.3thegame.com. Now, here's your host, Stephen Igo. All right, welcome into today's show, Tuesday, January 9th edition of Hoist the Colors. Excited about today's show. We'll be talking NIL Team Boneyard with Hank Hinton here momentarily. We are live on YouTube, live on Facebook as well. And we'll take your questions if you have any, and we'll have uh, several updates over the next hour over Team Boneyard. Check them out, teamboneyard.org, NIL fundraising arm of East Carolina Athletics are doing a tremendous job. Many of the transfer portal additions you've seen this offseason for the football team I think are directly related to that. We'll get Hank Hinton's perspective. He is on the board. Also, what's your official title with Interbanks Media? We always do this. The uh, managing partner. Managing partner of Interbanks Media, which, of course, uh, owns 94 through the game along with several other stations here in the building. So how's, uh, how's Team Boneyard going these days? It's busy. Um, it's it's gotten a lot busier in the last month, actually the last couple of weeks. Um, it might be a little more than we even want to handle now. Uh, right. So uh, one of the things that we've been doing is, is talking to uh, some companies uh, that have uh, that handle collectives across the country, and we've been interviewing those folks. Uh, we have not turned anything over to any company and 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 we're you know we're just looking into it i mean coach schwartz our our basketball coach's agent uh owns one of the companies started one of these companies he's got 40 collectives uh that he works with um schools from oklahoma to old dominion he just signed up old dominion so we we've We've interviewed him, and and uh, we we actually had another interview with uh, a second interview with a, with another company to see if they can help us. We we we've doubled our money um, from year one to year two, and uh, that's with the help of uh, so many great donors here. Uh, so many, uh, you know, hundreds of fans are now giving through the website. And um, we're 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 at a point now where we're looking at it, going, "Hey, we were able to do this. We we, we feel like we're we're doing the best that we can, but is this model sustainable? Like uh, calling the people that we know and begging them to give money to the players is is that really going to continue on in year three and four and five? I mean, I don't really believe that it could. <laughs> I, I think eventually people are just going to get tired of of, of giving because you know. You give to a charity or you give to the pirate club, you get some kind of feeling or benefit from it. You, you, you give to this, and it, it, you're just giving we, money to someone else. We, I guess you want to see the results, the team win. So maybe if the team wins, it becomes easier to fundraise. I don't know. I, I feel like it's been, and I, look, I, we talk a lot behind the scenes. You're again, y'all are doing this volunteer volunteering your time we've had doug gumbs on the show who's also a board member of team boneyard we've had david free from anson bell on the show mm-hmm. you guys are volunteering your time but it's i mean every time i talk to you you're you're dealing with team boneyard right now and, and i should clarify this is probably one of the busiest times of the year because you are fundraising and you got the portal going on for football so there's a lot happening but it's it's a 
full-time job. All right. I, I'll start with the good part of it. Yeah. Um, it, it is, uh, it is super important for our coaches to have this money to recruit with. Um, we, we, we did not raise the money and time for the portal in, in December and January last year. We started a little bit earlier, probably 30 days earlier with calling some of our larger donors in the pirate club to say, Hey, we really need to try to do this one more time to see if we can get, you know, we can, we can buy some talent basically. And, um, it has worked. I mean, you can see the, the number of kids that are coming here now versus the number of kids that, and I'm not sure, I, you know, I, I don't know all the ins and outs of what goes on with the staff and recruiting, but you, you do it. I mean, you do it every day. You're, you're the guy, you're the recruiting man. I mean, look at all the guys that are coming out of the power five that are committing and signing with East Carolina this, this year. And we're still working on it. There, there are still guys in the portal that our staff wants and they're working us for money. Some of them have hired agents. I, I, I told you I was going to start with the good and I'll get into the bad. Um, but the, the good part is it, we, we are the, the people that are giving us money and the folks that are working with me on the board. Doug Gomes is our chairman. He's semi retired. I just talked to him. He's on the road today for Grady White. He's still working that they, they sucked him back in and he's now still working, uh, with Grady White boats. And he also helps his wife with their construction business. So he's a busy man, but, um, he is meeting with the football and members of the football and the basketball team later this week, Thursday and Friday this week. So he's going to meet with them all individually and we're going to get our contracts out for this year. So Doug's been a workhorse. He's been great. Lance Clark, uh, you know, their family's number one in the pirate club. Um, Lance, just gave another, Lance just gave million. another huge gift and he is our largest donor to team boneyard. He's also serving on our committee. Uh, we've got, uh, a few other business people, David Faree of Anson Bell, David Price of David Price Construction. Um, we've got, um, uh, wait, where am I at? Lance, David, uh, David, Doug. David, Doug, and, you. and, um, and oh, Matt Slate. Yes. So Matt Slate, who's, uh, retired. I'm not sure he's going to stay retired so too long, but he, he was a uh, Wall Street guy with Bank of America for 25, 30 years. And, and he just moved to town recently, um, maybe a few months ago. So he's a really smart guy. And, um, I'm hoping that he's going to tell me that I can go back to my job selling radio ads and he's going to take over or something one day. But, but no, uh, the, the good part of it is we are helping, uh, the athletic department big time because they can't do this and nobody over there can really touch it but you know we're we're working with them to find out hey what do we need to do who who do you want us to talk to and and then you know getting into the not so great part i mean some of these kids have hired agents even some of the kids on our current roster that did not transfer here now have agents and they're reaching out to us trying to get us to negotiate their deals um, you know, cause here at East Carolina, you're going to, uh, right now you're going to get a deal from a collective, but you can go get other deals. Right. And what we would like to see is if these kids want to hire agents, 
go let the agent go get them some deals outside the right. collective. There's other we're, local businesses that can we're trying contribute. to pay almost the entire football roster, and we're we're trying to play, pay you know the 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 important guys on the basketball team, and and we've got a you know. Uh, I think the baseball program is going to have a big announcement coming up this month as well about uh, NIL group for them. So um, we're helping with that as well. So it, 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 it's getting bigger, and I, I think it, you know, eventually it's going to get to the point where we as volunteers can't handle it all. We're right. going to have to bring in some outside help and, and pay someone, or at least if we if we keep it in house, we're going to have to hire someone to run it. Right. Yeah. Because I mean. It- it's just that every time I talk to you guys, you are you are dealing with it, and part of that is the times right now. But it's now that you've got guys on the current team who are trying to negotiate, you could also you know deal with that throughout the year. Uh, William on YouTube says, "Thank you, Hank. All the individuals involved with Team Boneyard." Jack Dover says, "How can Tim Brewster, an active coach for Charlotte, support their NIL?" I don't know the situation there, Jack. My understanding is coaches cannot give directly. To NIL, but you know, there's all that talk about Charlotte Biff Pogi. Does he redirect some of his money into NIL? But that, from my understanding, they can't give directly to it. I don't know if you have any clarification there. We're we're learning new things every day. One of the things that I, I think our coaches are still learning. They're they're at the conference meeting now, I believe, and um, we're, we're we're coaches convention in yeah. Nashville. They're in Nashville now with the rest of the uh, coaches from the from the conference, and we're learning how much money Memphis has. Uh, or you know, you don't know what's true, but one of the guys that we are recruiting has an agent who apparently placed a running back from the Power Five at Memphis this year. And the word that we're getting from two different sources is the kid was paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars to go to Memphis. Do you it, believe it? Not at first, right. but then I got another somebody else who's not an agent to tell me the same thing, and it, it was it was actually a coach that used to be here was recruiting him. One of the coaches that left here was recruiting this running back, and the kid told him that Memphis was paying him two hundred fifty thousand. So that's a little bit better source right. than the kid's agent. But I mean, it came down to USC, like Oklahoma or something, and Memphis, and Memphis got him because they paid him. They paid him more. They were willing to pay more. So we're not going to be at that level. I, I don't see us having millions and millions of dollars. Uh, I don't understand how Memphis would, would be able I to pay one, FedEx. one kid 250 grand. Yeah. It could, I mean, if, if FedEx gives them three or four yeah. million dollars, that, that would be easy. But you know, the Charlotte thing's interesting. Like you hear that the coach is, the head coach is funneling money into the collective. You, you're not allowed to do that. Um, there's not a lot of oversight though. Like, I, right. I, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's doing that. But it, you know, how much money could there be with businesses supporting Charlotte football? Right. I, as, I just don't. As young as they are, you just, it's hard to believe. With it, yeah. I mean, they're they're they're, the they're a baby. Basically, in term- brand new. So here's here's what I do know. We are ahead of most of the collectives in the conference in terms of football money we we know that fau has has uh, basketball players making six figures they have like three or four basketball players making six figures so we're, we're not there for basketball but we're probably ahead of them for football and and if ecu made a final four run 
we could probably get there for basketball, you know? Sure. Like, we heard last year Tulane had a million dollars in their collective after the Cotton Bowl. Like, right. We would have been the same way. So, yeah, I mean, if you go to a Final Four, you're going to be able to go out there and say, we got to keep these guys. They all have eligibility left. They can all leave right now. We would probably be able to do that here as well. But it takes something like that to get people motivated. Cameron wants to know, did we pay Antoine Jackson any money for this coming year before he decided to transfer? So if you so, guys haven't started the contract. Yet. So we are, um, I guess you can say that we're a little tardy in getting the contracts out for 2024, but the kids just got back to town, what, like this weekend? Yeah. They started class yesterday, or, or they were supposed to go to class yesterday. I'm sure <laughs> some of these transfers didn't even have their schedule right. until now. But um, the, the Antoine Jackson situation, he reached out to um, a business, an NIL supporting business, uh, that gave him a deal. So we had a deal outside the collective worked out for him. And, um, and, and we, he was definitely going to get more money this year than he did last, but he had a deal last year. So he had an NIL deal his freshman year. I, you know, he ended up at UCF. I thought he would probably end up back at Miami. I don't know what, why he didn't. Maybe they didn't like the way that he handled the situation with them when he, when he got out of the letter of intent with them and, and then signed with us. Um, but he was probably looking for money the entire time. And, you know, what he got with us is he got playing time. He, he might not have got that at Miami. So it, it raised his stock. And I mean, that's the sad part about this is, um, you know, they're get, I think what they're getting ready to do is just say, Hey, you can transfer as many times as you want and there's no penalty for it. And you just, do whatever you want to do and, and transfer 12 times if you have to. And so you're, you might even see some of these guys that have transferred here this month leave in a, in a few months when the portal opens back up. They could go through spring ball and then decide, hey, this isn't the right fit for me and then transfer again. And they were trying to stop that. But now that, that, now that they've got this, you know, it, it's working in our benefit with Cam Hayes on the basketball yeah. team being able to play now, but the long term is not good for ECU. I, I mean, I don't so. know if it's good. I, I it's don't know not if good, it's good for anybody. For, for any no. anyone, it might be good for ECU if we could get like some of the second string guys at your the the Michigans and the Washingtons to come here and then stay here. But I, I, will it's they just, ever stay? Are athletes ever going to stay somewhere? If it's a if there's no penalty for transferring a second time, it's just going to. There's going to be a revolving door everywhere, and this just gets even that much bigger because the negotiations keep on going. Fortunately for, I think, most of the our players that are here, it's not all about the money. Right. Um, the money is a nice perk, and it's kind of become a necessity because if, if, if money was zero, they would probably have to move on. But, you know, like yeah. last year getting started, we paid them something. I mean, we paid 60 guys something. So that's better than nothing. And hopefully, you know, uh, you get to a point where you're, you're paying enough where they, they're not looking to go somewhere else every single year. 
All right, let's get our first break in. We'll come back. We got some questions on YouTube and Facebook we'll get to about agents and also services uh, being provided by the athletes when they sign a contract with Team Bonar. We'll get into that and more. This is Hoist the Colors on a Tuesday with uh, Hank Hinton. Everything you need to know in the world of ECU athletics. This is Hoist the Colors with Stephen Igo on 94.3 The Game. Hi, welcome back in. Hoist the Colors on this Tuesday. We're talking Team Boneyard, NIL, and uh, I always enjoy these conversations because there's no telling where we're going to end up. <laughs> hey, you like to talk. You're, you're good at it, so like, there's no telling where we're going to end up and talk. we got a lot of questions. Uh, by the way, I always get asked about these hats. And not, yeah. to, not to throw more in your direction, but I always get asked, like, how do people get these hats? So for those that are still looking to get one. So we ordered, we, we ran out of hats at the end of the year, and um, I don't think we've sent any out since, like, uh, mid-September. So I was working on that this morning, and I've almost done. It's a very tedious process trying to pull. When you sign up on the website, uh, your information goes into PayPal and your money goes into PayPal and then we transfer it into the bank account. But the, the good thing is your addresses, if you, if you're a monthly subscriber, I've got all your addresses in PayPal, but I have to copy and paste them one by one and wait for the, wait for the internet to, to get me <laughs> back to the page process. I need. And then, um, and then I'll put it in a spreadsheet. So we are going to get the, I'm getting the list to my, um, my helper, uh, my assistant today of the people that have subscribed in the last 90 days. If you are, uh, watching this, listening to this and, and you don't get a hat in the next week or two, email pirate at teamboneyard.org and, uh, and give me your name and I can look up your address or just give me your address and I'll get one to you. Um, we, we have, there are, the easiest way to give is to go to our website and to, uh, to give to Team Boneyard by, uh, um, being a monthly subscriber. And, and there's a $10 option. There's a 25, a 50, a $100 a month option. There's even a $500 a month option. Uh, we don't have many of those, but, but we also have added a 1907 option, which was the year the university, the college was founded. And if you are giving, we've had a, we've had, uh, five, a handful of people sign up already on 1907. If you'll sign up there or for more, I will ship you a hat. I mean, it, it costs us like roughly 15 to 20 bucks. Actually, the, the hats are actually like 15 bucks. It, it'll cost us another five to six bucks to ship it. So, I mean, for the $10 guys, I, we appreciate it, but we really need a little bit more than that to, to, to justify sending a hat out. And, we, we originally, uh, bought 250 and we've given all those out. So that'll tell you we have more than 250 donors now. Uh, we, we probably have around, I don't know, four or 500 donors now. And, um, and so this is the new hat. We took the circle off this time to make the, the letters bigger. I think this one looks, uh, pretty sweet. Yeah, I think it looks good. And we just got these after Christmas. And so, um, we're getting these out this week. So if you, if you don't have a hat, if you're subscribing to Team Boneyard and you don't have your hat yet, uh, be patient because we're getting ready to ship the next, next, uh, hundred or so out. And if you don't get one in this shipment in the next week or two, then email pirate at teamboneyard.org and I will make sure you get one. And it should, you know, for you right now, 
I think it should slow down once y'all get into February a little bit at least. Oh, then, yeah. Then you have time to maybe catch up, go through the list, just because there's so much going on right now at the the portal budgeting, figuring that out. You like you said, you guys are about to start signing the current athletes to those contracts. So give us an update. Like, what's the number ballpark right now in terms of pledge money for? 2024 and then how are y'all trying to decide between hey what goes to add into the roster versus you know retainment that sort of stuff so we set a goal of a million dollars this year we are um we've done pretty well we're 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 not quite at that number um we are under it not by much so um but you know that was for both sports and so We've got, you know, both coaches want more money. Men's basketball and football. Men's basketball wants more money. Um, you, you know, can never have the enough. majority of the money is going to football. Yeah. And we did not anticipate um, how much money we would need to recruit the guys that we really need to fill in spots from the portal. And when you recruit guys coming from the Power Five level, they are all take. They're basically all taking a pay cut, even though they weren't playing. Some of them weren't playing that much. Some of them weren't playing at all. When they come down to uh, you know the group of five level, and I think we're at the top of the group of five level in, in collective money, by the way. But when they come down, they're going to take a pay cut. They're coming to, for playing time, but they also, you know, if they're if they were making five thousand dollars a month where they were, they don't want to make. 500 a month so they're going to be more expensive i mean that's what we're experiencing really for the first time right now and um we're trying to deal with that and then also you know we want to use a lot of this money to to keep guys here and happy because you know they can leave in april i think that's when the next portal window it's like a 15 day two-week portal window opens after spring ball i mean some of our guys are, were being recruited by uh, some schools in the Power Five again this year. We had that happen last year with um, Julius Wood. With Julius Wood, and he he was uh, you know we were fortunate enough he stayed, but we've got at least a couple of players that we know uh, are have coaches contacting them. Yeah. them from the Power Five, trying to get them to come there. Which and, is illegal. You know, all they have to tell them is you know every, every guy on our roster. I mean, if you come here, whether you start or not, you're going to make a minimum of this. And, you know, we're with, with less than a million dollars, you can't really do that. You can't, you, you know, they, they, they've got to have five to ten million dollars a year in their collective to be able to say you're going to get this, this much money every month, you know, and, and pay 85 players like that. Right. And then, you know, but for me, it's like Julius Wood stayed at ECU, had a great year. Now he's got a shot to get drafted and get paid in the NFL, you know. So I think there's a lot of incentive to stay. You know, we'll have Savon Revel on Thursday, you know, through Team Boneyard, and he'll get a nice, you know, uh, pay, paycheck for coming on the show a couple times over the coming months. So, you know, there's still reason to stay, and he's got a great role here if he stays. And he could be a draft pick if he stays at ECU. So there's still incentive to stay, and you guys – Having the money you do, you know, through through raising it through different means, I think it, it provides a, a good platform for these guys. Yeah, that's really cool that you um, you said that. Re- Revel is um, a player that we want to keep, 
and um, we are giving him a contract and what you did raising money for him through your website and now you're going to have him on the show is in it that will be in addition to right. the contract that we give him so there is extra money for some of these guys and, and Antoine Jackson was was a guy that was getting money outside of the portal um, we we don't have probably as many businesses that are using our athletes um, in advertisements and that sort of thing as some of the other power five type programs um, I'd, I'd like to see an increase in that just so you know our best players are probably going to be ch- chosen for those opportunities right. like it's a belt to so, is very visible when they utilize a player you know yeah so I mean we want to be the the guys who give you know multiple almost you know the first second maybe even third string uh football players a contract and pay them monthly we really want our top guys to get we, we want our top guys to get opportunities outside of what we're what we're paying as well that's how you keep them happy uh matt lewis says how much are these agents taking he says is it 10 to 20 percent you may not know this i already didn't like giving an nil now I'm giving to someone not even involved with the program. So this, I guess this is just part of it now. You got players at every school represented by these marketing agents or, or whatnot. The agent that I talked to this weekend is representing a player in the portal and, um, he has not signed with us. Um, so we're not dealing with a lot. We, we do have a couple of instances where some guys have just signed with an agent. On, on the current roster. Um, I, it, it's whatever, it's whatever they work out with the player. Right. I mean, I doubt it's 10%. I know that some of these guys probably are, you know, the, the best, the, the best agents are probably NFL agents and they're, they're getting to the, the, these guys and saying, look, I'm going to represent you for free. I won't take any of your NIL money, but I'll handle it for you if you agree to, um, sign with me when you come out. Right. And so, uh, we don't have a lot of that going on here. Maybe one or two circumstances with that. And, you know, it could be that they're taking three, five, ten percent. I, I, you know, the, the, the agent that I talked to this weekend, he might be taking as much as ten percent. I, I don't know. We, we're not, you He's know, that, that, that kid you. hasn't signed. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, they're not going to tell me. Right. Um, and, you know, I wish I wasn't the one talking to this guy. I mean, <laughs> that's why we're going to hire Steve and I go to do I, a third or fourth job. out of it. And, uh, and let him negotiate. It. I'll report on it and uh, I'll let you talk to him about that. <laughs> uh, Matt Lewis says, what services are being provided by the athletes when they sign a contract with Team Boneyard? So that's a really good question. You do have to perform an activity to receive NIL compensation. And last year we kept it pretty simple. We were new. Um, we were brand new at this and we said we need to promote the collective itself. And so all of the student athletes that we gave a contract to in 2023 were to promote Team Boneyard on their personal social media accounts. Um, this year it's going to get a little more complicated. We have a charity partner in the Parents Republic Schools of Pitt County. That has been a great arrangement. A lot of our donors and fans have decided to use that option. We have a contract to perform services for 
the Parents for Public Schools of Pitt County. We've done a little bit of it. You're going to start seeing a lot more of it this month, actually, when we get these contracts signed and then start sending these players into the schools. This uh, organization, this this nonprofit um, charity, is going to uh, have some events where we're going to send multiple student athletes, and I'm talking about you're going to see baseball players doing this as well. Um, I'm talking about all of them. They're going to they're going to be going into the schools, uh, helping with the events for the kids at at various public schools around the county, elementary schools, high schools, whatever. And um, and we are going to invoice the charity for the time spent and and the activities that you know, the events that go on, the appearances made by our athletes, and and that's our deal that we worked out. The charity makes money uh, off of, of collecting money for this, and we provide a service to them. And so, in the contracts this year, they will have to make X number of appearances at public schools and or sponsoring businesses because we've had business some business owners have stepped up and given us more money than they did last year and they said look i don't want a lot i want a little something you know if we want to do an event over here can we get some student athletes there so the contracts will be a little more complex with the, with the athletes this year they're going to be required to go places and do things uh, that they weren't required in year one but we need to do that to satisfy this agreement we have with 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 the charity. And again, for uh, those unaware, you can go to teamboneyard.org. You can give two separate ways. Uh, businesses and individuals can make a marketing contribution uh, that can be tax deductible if you're a business uh, directly to Team Boneyard, or if you're an individual just looking to give, you can make a tax deductible donation again through Parents for Public Schools of Pitt County. That is available on teamboneyard.org along with the recurring 1907 uh, tab per month that you guys just added if you want to join uh, that as ECU was founded in 1907. All right, let's get a second break in. We'll come back. We'll continue answering your questions and more. This is Hoist of Colors on a Tuesday. We're live with Stephen Igo on 94.3 The Game. Hoist the Johnny Roger! Now, back to Hoist the Colors. All right, welcome back into Hoist the Colors, 94.3 The Game. We've got Hank Hitton in studio. Team Boneyard is the topic today. And uh, I got a few comments I want to read before we get back to the questions. Kenny Curlin says, semi-pro athletes now. NCAA has lost control over college sports. The folks running these NIL fundraising operations are going to need to think outside the box to raise money. We talked about this a lot in the past, too. Hank, sports raffles, local concerts. I know you all have delved into some of that from a, a surface-level view, you know, putting on events, but there's a lot that goes into that. And, again, you all are volunteers. And I think, too, there's somebody also posted, hey, this interview sounds kind of doom and gloom. But for me, it's like there's a balance of you all face a huge challenge, but there's also, you know, you have to recognize what you all have done. And it's a pretty short amount of time. It's pretty extraordinary work, too. Like, you all have raised a lot of money. And put ECU, in my opinion, in a pretty good position to get, to compete as well. So a lot there with my comment question, but I don't know. Do you kind of agree with that? Yeah. Well, let me let me try to smile a little bit on this. <laughs> uh, th- th- whoever said that is correct. Like I, I, I'm coming across really negative right now. Um, 
here's here's one thing that uh well there are a couple things everybody that gives us money does so with a lot of questions and they don't they, I mean, they're like, it's almost like they're regretting doing it, but they love the program so much that they know that we have to do it. And I agree 100% with them. Like that, that's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I love the program and I grew up with East Carolina football and I just, I mean, it's my favorite thing in the world. So, um, there, there is satisfaction in knowing that we're helping our favorite thing. And, and that is the only reason why we're doing it. Like, I, I don't agree with any of it. Um, I do believe that kids are making a million dollars. I do believe that kids, you know, the top guys are pay, making more than a million dollars a year with NIL now. So if you want to say it's semi pro ball, I mean, some of these guys are making more money in college than they're going to make in the pros. Some of them are making, uh, some of them are making so much money and co- there's, there's guys making a million dollars a year that aren't even going to make the pros, you know, cause you have to, you have to throw this money out there and you can't control whether they transfer or not, even if you're paying, paying someone like, so my contract with you as uh, the star running back, you know, if you get more money somewhere else and the portal opens, you, you can just go. Yeah. Like my contract's just voided at that point. So, do I? I don't have to keep paying you, but all the money that I've paid you up until that time is gone. And it is hard. It is hard to give to something like that, but you you, you have to just trust that it's going to make us better and. Because so far this year, I mean, you know, yeah, I I went, I tried to be positive (laughs) and I got negative again. Um, it is so far this year, you can see it, man. You, you can see that we've got, uh, we've got a quarterback from Michigan State, uh, a wide receiver from Florida State. A, you know, the wide receiver that we got from Florida State was like huge at West Virginia and he transferred. So he's at his third school, but you know, he's already tasted the big time and didn't play much so he could come here and be great. I mean, that is, that's what we're experiencing for the first time now. And you know, we'll see what happens with it. I mean, I'm hoping that these guys are going to be some of the best players to ever wear the purple and gold. And last year to cover recruiting, many of these caliber players were on campus during this window but didn't commit because there was not an NIL presence, in my opinion. I mean, they added commits last year, but I think what we saw for the most part was a reflection of the NIL. You know, money wasn't there to maybe attract them like it should have been. Uh, So it's just been such a year-over-year, the difference there. And I kept pushing, hey, Team Boneyard's got to have the money by December 1 because because of these transfers, and that made a big difference yeah, as well. This is also new. I mean, I'm sure our staff knew more than we did about NIL this time last year, but they did not realize how big of a factor it was going to make in grabbing some transfers out of the portal. And it, we didn't get those guys because of it. And, you know, so having the money at the right time this year. You know, when we started this thing in the summer of 2022 – I thought we would be anonymous because I did not want people to email and call me and talk about this because I, I, you know, I, I wanted to just go on with my life and not have another distraction. And 
we learned that you can't do it that way. Right. Pe- people will not give to a, an anonymous website not knowing who's in charge and where the money's going and how much money people are making and that sort of thing. So none of us make anything. The, um, the you know the hats are our one. The hats are our uh, social media. Uh, college gals and and our and our bookkeeper is giving us a very good rate. Uh, those are our three expenses. Everything outside of that goes directly. A hundred percent of that goes directly to the athletes. But um, getting back to what was the original question? I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember this one either. We got all right. We got, we got a good comment here though from Kahadri Hooker, former ECU player who's now in the business. He says the good agents. Will pass on taking a fee in hopes of representing the kid when he declares for the draft, especially if it's a guy who might have a chance at the next level. Most agents, marketing agents, charge up to twenty percent on marketing deals. Certified contract advisors charge up to three percent of a player's total contract value. So there's some potential uh, insight there from Cadre Hooker. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Of Social House Vodka. Yeah, by the way. Social House Vodka. One of our great former pirates, who's now a businessman. Um, and working here in Eastern North Carolina, and they're the official vodka of these two pirates. There you go, Kadra Hooker. Remember him wearing number nine for the purple and gold. Uh, Colin Moore says, any discussion at this time about moving away from trying to pay a larger volume of players and moving towards paying more for high-impact players? Pros and cons of that. He says, thanks for all y'all do for ECU. So I know this is a conversation we've had as well, Hank, and uh, it's just something y'all have talked about, I'm sure. It, like almost daily right now yeah. because it is uh the more you pay um you, the more you start paying your top tier guys um you know the more you start to think how, how many guys should we be paying and it it is our decision now you don't want to do something that upsets the entire team the entire roster and or most of the roster and and the coaching staff um so far the philosophy is to pay most of the scholarship football players, um, because we haven't been paying a, a crazy amount of money to anyone. But now that we, you know, now, that, now that we're stepping up our game and trying to get some of the some of this talent, we're evaluating all of that right now, and it's, it just comes down to what is what is the budget? Uh, how much more can we collect? And sooner or later, the budget is the budget. So right. if you've promised this, then you're going to have to adjust something else. And uh, it's a big job because it's constantly changing. I mean, we didn't – the collective doesn't know that, like, Gerald Green's going to leave. Who else just left? I didn't know. I didn't know so that. Antoine Jackson, Gerald Green. Well, of course we didn't know Jackson was going to Ra Dilworth. Kind of yeah. left out of nowhere. So, like, yeah. and all those guys were set to make Taylor pretty, Jackson. Taylor Jackson. Yeah. All those guys were set to make pretty decent money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I don't know what you consider decent, but um, all of this is decent to me. Like, right? It just didn't exist two years ago. And, yeah, I mean, none of nobody's getting paid. And 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 the coaches are are still learning about what we need, where we need to be as well. And and I do think that they kind of did what we did when we first got started is we you know this this sounds sounds like this is something necessary we need to start this but we don't really know if we should make it a big deal i mean we still have to build these buildings we're we're in the middle of this campaign 
And so we've all just kind of learned, hey, this is actually, this could be more important than any of it. Uh, CBA 0125 says, is there a way you could partner with the university to have 50-50 raffles for NIL or silent auction events? So this goes back to the question of, hey, do you guys try to put on events, concerts? That was the question. I never got there. We are going, we are promising to do at least one event, if not two, uh, in Greenville. Uh, it'll probably need to be, if we're going to try to do a fundraising event, It'll need you know, a lot of our fans don't live in the area, so we need to do it on a weekend evening. We're talking, you know, I'm sure the university is going to uh, help us with the use of a facility, whether it be Town Bank Tower or Menjis or whatever that would be. But our committee's planning that uh, we're going to try to do one before the summer, and we, you know, we might even do some smaller events like a golf tournament or something in the fall during the season. Um, we've got a lot of ideas. The raffle. All right, so the concert keeps coming up. Yeah. If if anyone out there has, I, I've already touched base with my contact with the Avit brothers. They can't come, so that one's out. Uh, if anybody has, uh, Parmalee's been mentioned. If anybody else has any more ideas on on a concert, we'd love to entertain that. You know, the, the concerts are expensive, so they got to be willing to either cut their cost or to come for free. And uh, you know, I wish we had a big rock star that was coming to the ECU football games that we can identify as this guy would probably do this for us. Right. We, we don't have that right now, but raffles are illegal in the state of North Carolina for companies to put on. And we are not a nonprofit. So you, you have to be a, uh, you have to be a nonprofit to, uh, to, to, to conduct a raffle legally. Um, and so that would have to be something that would come from a charity and the money would have to go to the charity and then figure out how to uh, use it for, for for NIL. But our group cannot put on a raffle. William Landon says, what would happen if you promised an athlete, say, $100,000 and then failed to deliver a payment? I guess he would be mad. There, no, there's lawsuits. Lawsuits, too. Yeah, so, yeah. so we're, well, I, we can't. We, we we don't want to be so that's spending you, you our money. Uh, yeah, spend, and then that would be spending our own personal money. I mean, that, that was one of the reasons that we were like, "Wow, we, we, we're getting ready to do something like crazy here." So, right. Uh, but yeah, they, the collectives are being sued by players that uh, were promised something and they and they didn't deliver. they didn't deliver it. Yeah. So there's another avenue as well. All right, let's get our final break in. We'll come back. We will answer any final questions, and we'll wrap up the show with Hank Hinton from Team Boneyard. Climb aboard as we set sail and hoist the colors. Mikey. Back to the show with Steve and I go on 94.3 The Game. All right, welcome back in. Hoist the colors, wrapping things up on this Tuesday. Hank Hinton from Team Boneyard, our latest visit with him. Good insights, and just really more than anything, just a discussion about the ever-changing landscape of nil and college football and scott shook wants to know on youtube can team boneyard put a clawback clause in a contract if a player hits the portal inside a certain window is that something y'all could do we discussed it this morning and um and i've had one of our largest donors and 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 shook. Thank you for all you're doing to help us, uh, Mr. Uh, former Chairman. Yeah. Um, but um, 
we have had uh, we've had one of our largest donors actually ask that question, and I have not heard of a student athlete actually paying money back when they decided to leave. I don't think it would ever happen. Can you put it in the contract just so? You know, they might be scared to jump in the portal. That That is the question. That, that's what we talk about all the time. I mean, we're not planning on doing that because I, I just don't think it would be enforceable. I mean, I just I don't have think to get legal. Involved I don't think that. we could ever have a 19 year old kid like make them pay us back the money. But, you know, we 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 have had guys that not it hasn't happened a lot. It's happened once or twice where we've paid a guy that week and then they entered the portal like a couple of days later after getting their money and that always feels great <laughs> but that happens everywhere i mean that's, it, 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 it's it's not a, le- it's not just an it's easy happening thing. less here yeah. than it's happening everywhere else and i mean you know we're paying a lot less than than the sec school so yeah you know, they some kid might get a hundred thousand dollar payment and then, and then bounce. bounce yeah it's just this whole thing is crazy. Uh, Don Vicker says, do you think Team Boneyard can and will have a benefits relationship with the Pirate Club? And this is a thing, too, where maybe eventually some of this stuff goes under the Pirate Club with the way the NCAA is trying to model it. But right now, NIL has to be separate from Pirate Club. So maybe down the road, but that doesn't sound like a possibility technically right now. I keep hearing that that is going to happen eventually. So we're just kind of working outside of the university right now until something happens with that. And there's been no indication that that's going to happen a year from now or two years from now. But um, hopefully that is going to eventually happen because this, this model doesn't really, it's not, I don't, it's not sustainable in any way. Like eventually I think what the pirate club will have to do is, uh, this will be a, a wing of the Pirate Club. They, a piece of all the money that you give to the Pirate Club will go to the student, you know, to NIL for student athletes. All right, got about a minute left here. Uh, John Moody says support those that support Team Boneyard. He says go to Basil's tonight, best pizza in town. And I always get this question a lot too, Hank, about the sponsors of Team Boneyard, especially the businesses locally. And I know this may be something you, you can catch up on too when you get some downtime. Like just putting out, and I know y'all tweet out lists, but you know, one complete list of, of sponsors. Is that something y'all can try putting together as well? We, we can. I have, uh, I have sent that list to our social media folks. And if you go back through like the Team Boneyard Facebook or Twitter, X, um, Instagram, uh, you will see the businesses. There's not enough of them. I mean, the restaurants are, uh, I, I think I can probably name all of them without getting in trouble. Uh, Bagel Man, Basils, Sup Dogs. Um, that might be it. Which, if so, is disappointed. Because mm-hmm. all those places benefit off ECU football winning or ECU basketball winning. But, it, you know, the margins in the restaurant business are, are not super high. Right. So um, that's not – but. If if I look at like the top 100 in the Pirate Club, a lot of those people are giving to us now. Uh, some a lot of them aren't, and we're still working on those guys. But the you know, like we said, this model is not sustainable, and we need to get we need to figure out more ways to generate revenue. 
All right, he is Hank Hinton. We are up against it, so we got to get out of here. We'll get more updates with Team Boneyard with uh, Hank and other board members as well. This has been Hoist the Colors. Thanks for listening. This has been Hoist the Colors with your host, Stephen Igo. Tune in weekdays at